think that it is possible that someone can be into you while also being a bad communicator? Like, do you think that those two things can coexist together in which they're still pursuing you, but they're also not communicating? I don't know why, but of recent, everyone's trying to tell me that, okay, well, since they're not a good texter, it doesn't mean that they're not about you. It just means that they're not exactly great at texting. I don't understand why it is so fucking hard to send a text message or communicate. I'm not asking you to write the goddamn notebook. But like a little courtesy to be like, okay, I'm pursuing this guy or okay, I'm pursuing this girl. I need to show them this so they don't think that I have lost interest in them. And I know that there are a lot of people and maybe you're one of them and I'm, I'm just so curious about this that is just able to be so casual when meeting someone new that you're into. And some of you are going to say, well, I actually would never be casual about someone that I'm super into. And that could very well be true. But I want to explain why someone that's a bad communicator and a bad texter is very, very detrimental to you. And it's not the obvious answer, which is, well, they're not talking to me, they're not communicating to me, so they don't like me. It's actually not that. It could be, but it's not that. It's that if they're not able to give you basic communication, what other things in their life at the moment are they not able to do the same for? Their friendships, their families, their careers. And sure, maybe one of them they are very good at communicating intentions with. But most often, and I know a lot of you, especially men out there, face this, finding someone that can give you the communication that you need. And I don't want to sit there and text you all day. I don't, (laughs) I promise you, I do not have the time for that. But it is nice to check in and see how they're doing. Even though I've always said that texting is simply there to set updates, especially early on. But after you go on dates and you hang out and you kind of understand how each other feels, you have to use that medium to communicate. Because as you know, there's so many times where you can't just pick up the phone and call. The other person's working, they're busy, they're doing this. So when there are lulls in communication, especially when it comes to texting, most people take that as, okay, well, this person's not into me. And this could, again, be very true. But everyone now is telling me, well, no, they're just a 
bad communicator. And it really doesn't make much sense, but maybe it does. Maybe they're not able to give anything in their life at the moment attention or maybe just one thing. And guys, you don't want to be involved with someone that can't walk and chew gum at the same time. Like that's an age thing that comes with time and experience. And I don't know, maybe being 25 now and being settled in a new city and having a routine and things figured out. Sure, I'm fucking busy. I'm no busier than you. But the difference is I make time for the people that I want to talk to. And the best part about that is they would have no idea the day that I had or the level of busyness that I have encountered because I am able to have a clear headspace for someone that I want to pursue. So as a man, if you're talking to a woman right now and she's doing this, I would let it be. There is nothing good that is going to come out Blowing her up, texting her more than she's texting you. (laughs) How funny of me to say this. I've made this mistake in my past. And in your mind, you're like, okay, well, I care about this person. So I want to show them that I do, especially early on. But it really doesn't do any good because it turns her off and pushes her away, especially very early on. And it's so interesting because I feel like women with a guy early on, and I've asked this thing so many times around, when a guy does this, it is like complete Sahara Desert, complete dry up, complete turn off. And as a man, it's like, wait a minute, if I'm pursuing someone new and it's very recent, not that I want them to blow me up, But if they are or they're like seriously like communicating, texting, FaceTiming in the lulls that we don't see each other, I'm going to be like, damn, like I'm going to pursue this. And of course, you have to see if you like them and all these other things factor in. But that's where I think the big discrepancy is in our dating environment right now. So as a man, it's going to be okay. But on this episode, I want to talk about this thing specifically that you may be getting mixed signals from someone and this communication lull that they're giving you is a direct example of that. But before we get any farther, this episode is brought to you by our friends over at FabCBD. Fab CBD is the number one CBD shop in the world and is made from organically grown, lab-tested Colorado hemp. My favorite Fab CBD products are the topical cream for after that hard workout or the body salve, which has an incredible heating and cooling effect, similar to Icy Hot, but in my opinion, just a little bit better. Also, something that I've really been taking a liking to is their green superfood that has a refreshing blend of over 80 key micronutrients that aid the removal of harmful toxins, boost energy, and honestly has helped me feel so much better every single day and wake up to do a podcast and 
ultimately be able to affect your life positively. I have a can't miss offer for you today and I want you to go to fab, fabcbd.com. Tell them I sent you by using code ANT25, 25% off at checkout. Again, code ANT25 at fabcbd.com. I have never quite dealt with something like this in my entire life before, including in all of my years of dating, which is someone that gave me mixed signals this year. And I was able to catch feels for this person. Now, I know I'm being hard on myself. I did catch feels prior to the mixed signals thing happening. But I can tell you that it got deeper after she gave the mixed signals of, okay, well, I'm into you and then pull back, then I'm into you. And then from there, I was just trying to do everything to just like show her my worth or win her over. And now sitting here thinking about it from a position of logic and emotionally detaching, which is not an easy thing to do. And at this point, I feel like I'm a fucking professional at doing that. And I hate that for me because it just flat out sucks. And I realize now more than ever that just because you have chemistry with someone and you can be physically attracted to them or whatever does not mean in the slightest that it's going to work out. It has some effect, sure. But when you get to that point of, okay, we've gone on dates, we've hung out, we've FaceTimed, we've done all these things that we need to do. And it's like, what's next? This is where this shit never works. This is where it kind of goes downhill. And in this situation specifically, and you probably are dealing with this at the moment or have in your past, or you haven't, and uh, I want to prepare you for what to look out for in your future with someone. Because if it's someone that you don't like or you don't really give a fuck about, like in that level of I want to date them or whatever your intentions are, you kind of don't think that much into it. But this shit always happens with someone that you are about. And it kind of feels like when you start making progress in dating and then something happens all of a sudden, it's like a setback. And I think I'm just going to change that word from setback to growth. Growth that now you know what to look for. And hopefully I can help you with this. So usually, in my experience, when this happens, someone is giving you mixed signals. They're basically waking up one day and saying, okay, I want to choose you. And then the next day they're waking up and saying, no, I want to go hang out with my friends and go to the club. Red flag, right? There's no world in which that can be a real thing. If you're really thinking about it, I am so for someone going out and having fun. But you cannot tell me that 
you would be okay with a guy that you're into going into an environment in which women could potentially approach him based off of sex appeal or a romantic capacity. You would not exactly be okay. And I don't want to hear, oh, I trust him or, oh, I, I trust her. Why are you still doing that? If you're about this guy or this girl, what are you doing that for? Like, it's a weird thing because you kind of catch yourself being like, well, is this controlling? Is this something that I need to work on to like really trust someone? And maybe. But I've actually asked a lot of people that specifically and it's so funny how the people that are in real relationships and with people that they're into, how they are like, I don't want my man or my girl to be anywhere near an environment in which men are going to approach her sexually or them sexually. Even though they trust their person, there's a reason for doing that. I'll give you another example. Why are you still posting pictures of your fucking ass on Instagram when you're clearly telling me on the other end, oh, I'm into you, I'm talking to you. You can't have both. Like people want the best of both worlds. And you as a man will notice this very early on Look, when you first start talking to them or going on dates with them and they're still doing this, like whatever, you can't do anything about it. But when it reaches that point of, okay, we like each other or we don't, we're moving on or we're moving forward and they're still continuing to do behaviors of a single person, that's how you know this person is fucking with you. And I was so stupid this year because I would go to this person and ask very specific questions around this. And every single time I would get, no, I'm not, it, it's okay. Like, I would never get that. So you cannot rely on the person that you're talking to to give you clear answers. Maybe you can, and uh, it sounds to me like you found the right one. But I know a lot of men out there feel this, and a lot of men won't say this. I can be secure in myself and what I'm doing, where I'm going in my career, in my life. Of course, knock on wood to stay healthy. But also have an opinion like, why are you still continuing to do behaviors of a single person when you're clearly saying that you're into me, but then all of a sudden now you wake up tomorrow and you pull back. And sometimes it's because they found another person or there could be something that you did that they did not fuck with at all. Could be one of those two things as well. But some signs to kind of look out for with the mixed signals thing, like it's hard because the first, I don't know, week, two weeks, etc. It's fine. But I would say that first month into 
two months is a really big teller of if this is going to happen to you. I mean, I'm sure it's possible that you could be talking to someone for three months, six months, whatever, maybe even be dating. And then all of a sudden they give you mixed signals. But usually it's within the first month or two. And um, when you kind of still are catching on that they are pursuing behaviors of being single, but they're telling you something else, it's not exactly good. And the worst part about it is they drew you in so hard that you had an emotional attachment. So anything that you think about is delusional because they're coming from a place of logic because they don't give a flying fuck about you. And you're coming from a place of emotion and we know that it is impossible to make a logical decision in which you have emotional attachment. And uh, I would say positive side of this, if your girl is saying, actually, you know what, I'm kind of going to give up these behaviors, it's a good thing. Will most of them do this? No, because they're more worried about having weekends out with their friends than they are talking or prioritizing you. It's just so crazy because when you're in it with someone and you have those feels, you kind of put up with this behavior. And I actually was talking to someone yesterday who is engaged, about to get married soon, and was like, I don't want my man anywhere near a club, a bar in which there's a lot of women, not because she's insecure. She's very secure and trusts herself. You could tell. But it's that, why would he want to be doing that? You see what I'm saying? Like, there's no world in which he should still want to do that without her. And that's the point I'm making. If it sounds controlling or whatever, I understand. But this is a really big sign, guys. Like, if she's still continuing behaviors of a single person... But on the other hand, telling you something else, she's giving you mixed signals. And I do not want you to have to go through this where you get attached and then you just end up looking so pathetic because you're doing everything to try and hang on and hold on to the situation. But I don't really understand why it's so hard to be direct and honest to the guy or to the girl. But now after doing this episode, you can kind of see that the reason behind that is these people are not sure about anything in their lives. Maybe one thing. But that's the point I'm getting back to. You do not want to involve yourself with someone that is unsure. Especially if you're a person right now that knows what you want. And I get that that sounds so normal and here comes my favorite phrase, commonsensical. But it's the emotions thing and I do not want to see you get tied up into anything the likes of that. And something else that you can really pay attention to and one of the final things that I will say Look back at to how she grew up. 
This is a deep one, but bear with me. See, I've noticed that the past people in my life, in the past, I'd say, six months to a year, all of them have one thing in common. It's that they all have come from families that are divorced or separated. And not that there's anything wrong with someone being divorced or married. Like, I'm not talking about that or what's right or what's wrong. But it all goes back to how their minds have been conditioned. And in this case, in my situation, conditioned in separation. So if she comes from that family dynamic or they come from that family dynamic, how can you expect them to know any different? And I'm sure maybe you're listening out there, your parents are divorced. I'm not trying to be an asshole. I'm just saying for me, looking back and reflecting, it starts to really add up because the minds are conditioned in separation. And regardless, most are going to compartmentalize for this. And it's really sad to see because on one hand, they're saying the right thing. But on the other, they're not doing it. And that's where you draw the line, my friends. Do not put up with bullshit. It is not worth it. Don't waste your time. You have too much life left to live. You are too attractive right now. You're becoming a better person. Like there is a lot to look forward to in your life. Regardless of to what capacity that is. Or maybe you don't know right now. It will all work out the way that it is supposed to. And you just have to believe that. Because without believing in that, you can't move forward. That's the episode. Shout out to Fab CBD for sponsoring this episode. Again, if you have any aches or pains that you want to relieve, go to fabcbd.com. Tell them I sent you code ANT25 at checkout for 25% off. Also, you can check out anfrail.com slash partners, other deals and discounts there with our fabulous other partners. Also, go to anfrail.com. You go to the shop tab. You will see that we still have our store up with Plenty of items and new items to come, including a discount for the upcoming summer months. And with that being said, have a great rest of your week. I hope you get some clarity. I hope she texts you back. I hope he texts you back. And you move forward. But do not put up with bullshit. Stay safe out there. And I will talk to all of you later. Later.